Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Nature Notes with our uh, friend Jim Gilbert. Naturalist friend is on the horn, and we're going to talk with Jim in just a moment. Uh, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and by the Yard Patio Furniture. I want to talk a little bit about uh, Cardinal Corner. We've been telling you about this uh, great store, two locations, for about six years now. Well, as I told you, so much more than a bird seed store. In fact, they just received a shipment of beautiful craft glass bird baths. They almost look like a flower. They come in purple, amber, and white, speckled glass, and a blue pointed bowl. The birds will love splashing around in these new bird baths. You've got to see them for yourself, too. Cardinal Corner also has 7.5 by 15 hanging teared up glass art balls that should be beautiful when they catch all the sunlight. And, of course, the freshest bird seed in town at Cardinal Corner. Get their monthly newsletter, all kinds of tips and stories. Subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul. That location is Butler and South Robert. Amy is at the Newport Center. They always like to chat with you, 651-455-6556, or as I said, online, cardinalcorner.com. Cardinal Corner really is more than just a birdseed store. Well, good morning to you, Jim Gilbert. Good morning. We've already lost one degree from 50 down to 49 currently. 49 in the Twin Cities. I write that down. We have 47 here on the northwest side of Lake Waconia. About, we're located about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. It's misting, so, so it's still actually raining, but a mist coming down. Foggy in a distance. I looked at the rain gauge. We received three one-hundredths-inch more rain since midnight for a total of exactly 4.50 inches, four and a half inches exactly, and that's since uh, last Monday. And around here, we're seeing it's caught the, the precipitation has caused much ponding on farm fields, and this is true throughout much of CCO land now. So it's it's tough for for farmers. Some some don't even have uh, crops planted yet, so it. This is going This is this is tough. We need to dry out. In our yard, Lily, the valley is blooming nicely this morning. Look at that. And the, the Korean lilac began blooming in our yard just this past Friday. It's beautiful. Sunrise today, five thirty-eight. Sunset, eight forty-two. Today in the Twin Cities area, we have fifteen hours and four minutes of daylight. So fifteen hours, four minutes of daylight. We've gained two minutes of daylight since yesterday, 15 minutes since last Sunday, and six hours and 17 minutes is the total amount of daylight gained since last December 21st, the winter solstice. We still have 32 minutes of daylight to gain by June 20th, the summer solstice, and the longest daylight period of the year when astronomical summer begins in the Northern Hemisphere. The normal high for today, Danny, is 71. The normal low, 51. So we're well below that. And we might hit 51 for a high. For a high. Isn't that something? Well, anyway, records for today, 
May 21st in the Twin Cities, high, listen to this one, 92, said in 1964. But the low was 33, said in 1997. And way back in historic records, uh, pioneer records, the low was 32, said in 1844. On this date, in 1906, it rained 3.16, so over three inches of rain one day, as it would have been the, the 21st of May, 2000, or excuse me, 1906, 1906. Wow. Anyway, there's been a trace of snow on this date in 1931 and again in 1963. Now we have this waning crescent moon that rose this morning at 328. I don't think anybody in CCO land saw that, but uh, due to the cloud cover. But it sets um, this afternoon at 3.39. Our next full moon is Friday, June 9th. Now, I have a a note from Rod Nerdahl. He's a consulting astronomer who has prepared the astronomical materials published in the Minnesota Weather Guide environment calendars for the past 28 years. And he says there's a sky-watching event Tomorrow morning, uh, May 22nd, again, Tuesday, the 23rd. So one of those mornings should be clear enough to see this. So about a half hour to 45 minutes before sunrise, as the sky is just getting light, look in the east, you see this waning crescent moon. Close to the moon will be the planets Venus and Mercury. Plus, the planet Saturn is in the south-southwestern horizon. All kinds of things happening outside. Uh, white-tailed deer fawns are now being born. Young woodchucks can be seen out and about. Eastern tiger swallows to butterflies are on the wing. I got a, a note here from Rick Haley from Delano saying he saw one on, on Tuesday the 16th, and he says the Korean mountain ash is full bloom. And that was full bloom in their yard this past week. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. First migrating monarch butterflies have returned. House wrens, gray, gray catbirds, yellow warblers, Baltimore orioles, American robins, and many more bird species fill the air with their special music, and I've been hearing this morning. So through the mist comes the, the beautiful sound of the birds. Even heard tree swallows twittering out here. Uh, use Firs and spruces are evergreens that now look especially attractive with their new bright green growth. Lawns, trees, shrubs, and whole forests are lush green. New cattail leaves have grown up two to five feet, so marshes have also begun looking green again. Gardeners harvest leaf lettuce, radishes, and green onions and are looking for the first ripe strawberries. Now is the time to plant watermelon, squash, pumpkin, and muskmelon seeds directly into the ground. At the University of Minnesota Landscape Arboretum, located along State Highway 5, a couple of miles west of Chanhassen, late tulip and lilacs are blooming nicely. They're beautiful. And the colorful northern lights azaleas are now blooming. In the Gracebee Dayton Wildflower Garden, the small yellow lady slipper has dozens of, of flowers. It's, just, it's, it's fab- fabulous right now. And the large yellow Lady Slipper has just started blooming this past Friday. May apples are in bloom, and the large flower trillium is still blooming. 
from St. Peter to the Twin Cities. I noticed this just, uh, oh, just the last few days. The old-fashioned bridalry spirea has clusters of white, tiny white flowers, but these, there's so many clusters that it gives you the effect of, these look like uh, white fountains when you see them. These shrubs are about six feet high and, and commonly seen in neighborhoods. David and Mary Brislance, who live on the ridge above Lake Superior at Lutzen, report wildflowers blooming now in the area include um, Canada violets and other violets, spring beauty, nodding trillium, Dutchman's breeches, false rue anemone, marsh marigold. They now have seen 15 species of warblers, including the northern perilla, black and white, in Nashville. The first ruby-throated hummingbird arrived at their feeding station this last Monday, the 15th of May. In the cold yesterday, a yellow rump warbler was at the sewage feeder, and the male black-throated green warbler drank sugar water from the hummingbird feeder. Oh, and by the way, it was a couple degrees warmer in Lutzen yesterday than it was here. Landscape uh, has a beautiful mint green look to it now because there's small leaves out on paper birches, quaking aspens, and the maples. And at Chickwalk, that's a, in a, a southern bay um, of Saganagaw Lake. That's at the end of the Gunflint Trail. A common loon has been incubating eggs there since May 5th. As that? I said, so many things happening. I got more, but let's talk about by the yard. Yes, and I was thinking, as you said, the Gunflint Trail, I'm thinking folks that are lucky to have a, a, a cabin, a lake home, a getaway. Uh, it, sometimes it requires a little bit of work. Uh, and you don't want you want to, no. you don't want to have to stain your patio furniture or paint it or whatever. No, that's why buy the yard. Whether you have a, a getaway or just a, your your home here in the Twin Cities or all around CCL or anywhere in the world for that matter, uh, buy the yard maintenance free outdoor furniture made right here in Minnesota out of recycled plastic milk jugs. This is the product that we've uh, in this family run business Jim and I have told you about for so many years. And if you do have a getaway at the lake home, let's say you don't want to have more work. And Jim, right? You just leave that furniture out. You're you're in and you're out. You don't have you know, to do anything to it. You know, with the with the rain, ours look really, really nice this morning. Yeah, it's not gonna <laughs> it's fade. All green. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and once you have it, you never have to replace it. You just keep adding to it. So make it easy on yourself. Uh invest in maintenance free outdoor furniture from By the Yard. A lot of folks call By the Yard after uh Jim's show and request that it's just a recording, so you can just request a catalog, 877-220-0448. Uh, you can call direct 952-492-2777. Or if you didn't get any of those numbers, like a lot of folks do after Jim's show, get on the web at buytheyard.net. This furniture, and Jim knows this too, a 35-year warranty. Great product. And made right, oh, here, yeah. made right here in yeah. CCO land. Beautiful furniture. They have so many different styles. Of oh, they do. From. They really do. And and uh, check out that showroom down uh, 169. Very quick drive down 169. All right, Jim, what else do you have today? Well, uh, naturalist uh, Matt Chu just talked to me this morning. He was in Wabasha on Friday the 19th. Now, he's quite a naturalist. In three hours' time, he saw 50 species of birds <laughs> and 22 species of wildflowers. Now, wildflowers like sweet sicily, wild geranium, and uh, Columbine along the the Zumbro River says just just beautiful, simply beautiful, lots of it. Uh, John Cyrus, for seven days from May eighth to the fourteenth, observed one hundred and thirty 
bird species in Carver County. That's that's where we live here, right around, you know, Waconia area. But in, in on last Monday, the 14th, he found 101 species at Rapids Lake. That's also in, in uh, Carver County, including an early morning uh, common nighthawk, 23 species of warblers, 10 species of, of sparrows, five flycatchers, including eastern wood peewee, and four vireo species, including the Philadelphia vireo. So that's quite a quite a feat to see 101 species of birds in, in a morning of birding. Uh, Julie Brophy on, from Victoria on the 15th, that'd be last Monday, said that was the last day they had white-throated sparrows. She misses their sweet songs, but in place, she said, I heard my first deer, Easternwood Peewee. On Tuesday, uh, Julie and Bill noticed that June bugs were bouncing off the screen that evening. And on Friday in Victoria, she said, I saw my first female hummingbird, and it was nectaring on wild columbine. She's also been feeding mealworms to Baltimore Orioles, a morning warbler, and Swainson's thrushes. Still, she says, I can't but feel badly for the flycatchers and other insectivores who, with this prolonged rain, are just having a hard time making it, just just living. Um, From the Minnesota bird is a, on a website. I got this just yesterday, uh, May 20th. I don't know the author, and I don't know where they live, but it's got to be someplace in southern Minnesota. But anyway, at a grape jelly feeder this morning, this person saw a male indigo bunting hovering below the feeder and taking bits of jelly. Now, this observer also was keeping track of what's coming to the grape jelly feeder the sugar water feeder, and half oranges, besides Orioles, and besides the Baltimore Orioles. Downy, hairy, and red-bellied woodpeckers, ruby-throated hummingbirds, of course, blue jays, gray catbirds, house finches, scarlet tanager, rose-breasted grosbeaks, common grackles, and the the uh, orchard oriole. So that that's quite a deal. Jim, before um, we get too far oh, away, yeah. I, there was a, John is calling from North Branch. He's been hanging on for over ten minutes, and I thought, well, okay. maybe maybe we could get a quick call and a text and uh, and uh, see what's up. Uh, what's your observation, John? Yeah, so I just want to mention that the last several days, the birds, mostly Orioles, and including one orchard Oriole, have been uh, drinking or eating a full quart of grape jelly per day. And that's mostly Orioles, but if there's uh, scarlet tanagers, catbirds, uh, even rose-breasted grosbeaks and assorted woodpeckers. And... Mm, wow, okay, good. Thank you, John, for where was, where was he uh, North, North Branch. North, North Branch. Branch. I want to alert our listeners, too, that any emails we get that we don't have time to mention on Jim's show, I mail to Jim. So uh, be rest assured that, uh, that they don't get lost. Okay. <laughs> Jerry Gray says, first killders hatched at his place and out just on the edge of, of, of Winstead, um, this is past Wednesday. They're precocious. The little ones can run around as, almost as soon as they hatch. Jim Hovder from Little Rock Lake, that's near Rice, reports Lily Valley blooming nicely. The lake temperature last Sunday uh, was 66 and now 57, dropped 9 degrees <laughs> with this with cold rain. Um Oh, there's so many things. Elizabeth Howard and uh, Julie Brophy from Jersey, 
Journey North report monarch butterfly migration increase. In other words, they've moved up to the 45-degree north latitude mark. So as last Sunday, Patty Kuiper at Hopkins saw her first monarch. And also Sunday the 14th, Tom Bovers from Faribault saw, with the south winds, he said, I'm sure I'm going to see a monarch, and he did. Saw his first year of monarch the 14th. And Tim Grady on the 14th saw his first of the year monarch butterfly while driving north between Chatfield and Rochester. And in the afternoon, he was driving between the University of Minnesota Landscape Arboretum and Victoria and saw another migrating monarch. So the monarchs are here. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> well, I know. We're out of time, Jim. <laughs> I'm getting the hook here. Uh, I know you are. And as far as birds flying into windows, that's kind of a com- competition thing, isn't it? Oh, close your drape. Put Bon Ami on the windows. Put, <laughs> you know, uh, hang, hang streamers down. Just any if, distraction. If one, if one hits the window, go out and pick it up, put it in a paper bag. About two-thirds of the time, it'll live and be just fine. Excellent. Jim, thanks so much. We'll, uh, we hope to talk to you with you next week, huh? I look forward to it. Thank you, Jim. Bye-bye. Bye for Jim now. Gilbert Nature Notes back next Sunday. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.